When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go! What's up, everyone? Welcome to Benchtown TV. I'm your host, Jim, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tyler, and we are back covering Apple TV Plus's new number one TV show, <laughs> Silo. Today, we are covering episode nine, titled The Getaway. If you're listening from our dedicated Silo feed, then welcome to Benchtown TV. We are a television podcast that covers so many shows, but we created this dedicated Silo feed to make it super easy for all of you to follow along with us week to week, so please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date. If you found us via the search feed by searching Silo, then you found our Silo feed, but please be sure to check out our main podcast feed at Benchtown TV because we have seven hosts who have covered almost 75 different TV shows with over 350 plus, almost 400 episodes, so we're sure we've covered something you guys will love. We've recently finished covering Yellow Jackets, Succession, and Barry, and right now we're covering Silo, Secret Invasion, and Cruel Summer. Coming very soon will be the newest season of Black Mirror starring your boy Tyler. And The Witcher. So we've been pretty busy, and we want you guys to come along for the ride, so please hit that subscribe button. Also, before we get started, I do want to bring up something very exciting that we just created for Binstown TV. We absolutely love engaging and interacting with all of you, whether it be theories, questions, mistakes, recommendations, or all of the above. It is one of our favorite parts of having this podcast. We've had a lot of people asking us where the best place to get in touch with us is, and of course, you can always hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, any of the socials, or even our email. But we decide that we want to create a community where all of us TV lovers can hang out in one place. So we're finally introducing our Discord server. It's at its very early stages, but we'd love to have you guys jump on and be the first people to join and help us build this awesome community. You will have direct access to all seven of our hosts, and we want everyone to have some fun and not just talk about the podcast, but also about your favorite TV shows and movies in general. Like we said, theories, questions, mistakes, recommendations, we want it all. Bring it on. So please join us. We'll leave the link in the episode description, and we can't wait to hang with you all. But anyway... Episode nine, Tyler, one more episode left. We're almost there. We've been on this journey and you've been my shepherd. You've been bringing, up, you've been bringing me up the mountain, Tyler. The mountain. We got one Silo. more episode left. What do you think? How did you like the episode? Let me know. Yeah. Um, I feel like every podcast, it starts with you saying, how'd you like the episode? And I say, it was good. And then we go into it. Yeah. I mean, I get the sense from just being on social media, seeing fans of the book series interact with Hugh that this first season doesn't even get through the entire book of wool, which is interesting, right? Yeah. And I know in shift, the second book Hugh told us that's when we know more and we really start getting into more, but they made the decision, which I think is a good decision, but they made the the decision that season one is going to be the mystery of what is outside. And I think Speaking of mistakes for our Discord server, I think I said episode 10 was called The Cleaning, and it's called Outside. One way or the other, everybody understands what I'm going for here. But (laughs) episode 10, the finale next week is called Outside, and 
that's been really the buildup now. So in episode mm-hmm. eight, Tim Robbins, Bernard reveals himself as the, the main person driving the silo. And in this episode, we have a hobbled Jules on the run. Using so you're every... so right about what she was going to do. Jumps <laughs> yeah. right off to the bridge and you're like, dude, she's going to be hobbled. You had a perfect. Did you get spoilers somehow or what? I mean, I think it was either that. I, yeah, I, think I mean, we were, it, it makes sense. I was throughout the week. I think I was texting you that I thought she was going to maybe like jump down into the trash chute to get down the floors. I was thinking of different things, but this show has taught us so far that it's not as much as it's operating in science fiction. It doesn't have this flair for the dramatic kind of like unbelievable thing. You know, right. she's when we talk about it and we say, well, how the hell would she get down that many sets of stairs? I think that was something that you and I talked to each other about as early as episode three. And the mm-hmm. show is very conscious of that. Right. It doesn't right. just it doesn't just have scenes that flash and all of a sudden in, when it's in the heat of things and she's very far from where we were. I thought it was interesting just even seeing like her jump down from the start of the episode about two stories down onto the the platform. And then everybody's chasing after her, but it is these huge staircase that you have to run around. Like it's not, Oh yeah. It's not easy to get down two stairs of the silo, two floors of the silo. So I thought this episode got us going a step further. It was a great episode for team Lucas and team George, which you've been a proud partner of. I've been skeptical (laughs) of them the whole the whole time, but it was a good episode for that. And also, you know, some pieces I don't really like of adding in this new character, Danny, who decodes things. Again, this is nitpicking, but when we're almost at the end of the season, like just throwing in a character that we, you know, oh, you know, a character that we have no idea who he was before this episode is going to be a big part in decoding things. I get that it's necessary, but we can talk about whether he could have been maybe in scenes with Lucas or yeah. even Allison's yeah. character early in the show. But, you know, we are, after all these episodes back at the Jane Darmody cleaning, we are back at the birds, you know, flying in V formation. And the the gym whole idea of whether or not this outside image is real or not, and I think right. we're going to get the answer to that in, that, in uh, the finale. Yeah, to jump ahead to the very end, like you said, we're seeing that video again, and yep. I went back, Tyler, and I watched. I watched episode one when Allison sees it. I watched episode two when Holston sees it, and I watched this episode when they see it. It's the same thing. So I'm still going on. It's fake. Really, Apple TV, don't sandbag me here. So we'll talk about that later. But yes, I I do believe it's still fake. It's funny how we're going full circle from episode one with Allison to episode nine with Jules. And she might get faked out the exact same way Allison did get faked out. As far as we know, she's faked out. We don't know if it's even true, but if we're right, she's taking the bait and she's faked out. So I agree with you. I like the episode. It is funny how... We get this hard drive, man, and we just we've known about it and we've had it and we've been in it and we haven't gotten too much extra information yet. You know, and you were right. And you said, like, is it going to be the hard drive that gives us the answers? Now, I wasn't expecting George to be on that video, which was sweet. And we've been wondering what the camcorder was going to be for. And the fact that he was able to make a video and everyone be like, 
the hell's a video? That Real was cool. Is that? Yeah. But again, we're right back to the Jane clip and not much else. But we do have one more piece of information, and it's that there's a 15-foot door. It's down where they, Jules and George, went before. Jules knows exactly how to get down there. And there's nothing to worry about with the water, meaning I'm guessing it's not deep. And she could just go down and fall into it, and it's going to be at, at her knees or something. Yeah, that's what I kind of took. That's what I took as well. Yeah, these 45 episode, 45 minute ep- episodes. These 45 minute episodes are killing me. You know, I do want you some want an more. extra 15? I want that extra 15 for Silo. I honestly feel like I'm so used to the hour shows when it comes to this prestige TV that I feel like it's just like, boom, it's over. Not as bad as like the 30 minute sitcoms, of course, but <laughs> 45 minutes, I feel like, damn. You know what? Some more. I mean, look. It's punch. It's punchy, right? But I, I don't. I think a show needs to be as long as it needs to get the story yeah. out, right? And I think in this current climate, you know, you just want the eyeballs. And if the show needs to be forty-five minutes and could be an hour, I, I think you'd be kind of bullshitting yourself to just add scenes in to get it to an hour. Yeah. So I'm fine with the length of the episodes. I think for an episode like this, where look, a lot is happening, but we're talking about like the span of a couple hours in this episode. It's not too much. So maybe, you know, I took notes on just a couple kind of key ideas or just like things I had while watching the episode. That'd be good Mm -hmm. to bounce off you. And the first one, how the hell does Jules know where Sims lives? Yeah. So something happened that we were not guessing. We thought, is she going to get to mechanical? Is there some way that she's going to get into the hard drive? And you actually thought she's not going to get into the hard drive. And it's going to be Bernard that gives us the information. But something that we weren't expecting happened. And she goes to Sim's wife, Sim's quarters. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, she's the sheriff. So maybe she had it in her back pocket at all times. And she just knew maybe, but it wasn't something I I was guessing. It is, look, it's not beyond the realm of possibility to think that she would have looked it up at some point. I'm trying to remember if I missed a scene where she specifically did, but like, she seems like she has to ask Billings where the head of judicial lives and she doesn't, you know, I don't know. I was just a little bit thrown off. I was like, how the hell does Jules know where Sims lives? That was, yeah, that was one question. It's a small one, but. You know, we also get the the piece of information that I think we could, as viewers, kind of figure. But now that we know that Bernard is really the the head of everything going on, we know that Sims, his goal and his family's goal is to become the next Bernard, right? He right. wants to be Bernard Shadow. So he mm-hmm. wants to be the person that has all the knowledge. And that kind of informs everything that he does. Everything that he does is for the good of the silo, but it's also because he has even a wife that is geared towards him becoming the leader of the silo for all all things considered. So that was, you know, an interesting extra piece. It explains a bit as to why, like, look, Jules, I know that the hard drive, you've been wanting to look at it, but my God, you're going to stick in that hard drive for like 15 minutes and not look behind you and hear like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, gosh. that was a little bit like, what are we doing? And she here? didn't search her. She went through and I was actually happy that she put her near the kitchen and went through the drawers. And then she and that. Yeah, but she didn't like check her pockets. What, what, right. what are we doing? She didn't check, I know. Uh, knowing that she was a raider and knowing that she's very capable, 
I just think that it was a total misstep for Jules not to check and search the wife. So do and, you so do you think so she grabs a mallet and you're like, oh man, is she gonna like try and kill Jules and Jules is gonna fight her off, whatever. Um, but she ends up letting Jules go. Now she right. explains that to Sims as look. You know, I know that you said the Raiders weren't going to shoot, but like I was afraid that me and your son were going to get shot in the fucking crossfire. Yep. But that's bullshit, right? Because she could have just smacked her over the back of the head, killed Jules or knocked her out, and no one's getting shot at. So I think as the viewer, you're supposed to, you know, it's it's no coincidence that the George video comes up right when she's getting free. And it's almost as if she, you know, she wants to be in the know. And now we yeah. know that she very much is pushing behind the scenes for Sims to become the big the head of things. So she seems, you know, very um, enterprising and curious as well. And yeah. seeing the video of George, she's like, get the fuck out of here. Right. Is that what you took away from it? Or was that just me? Yeah, there was two ways. Uh, there was a fork in the road for me. And the first thing, 100 percent was what you said. I thought it was going to be more obvious that she was going to see George and be getting ready to hit her and then put the mouth down and be like, Oh, I need to, I need to see this too. I want to know what's going on. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, but of course it goes a little bit of a different way. The other thing that I was thinking about is she does explain like she's been a Raider. And like you said, Tyler, she thinks that, or at least she says that the Raiders could come in friendly fire or not. They could get shot. Now she also says though, when Sim says, I wouldn't have let that happen, she says other people can give orders. Now, I'm wondering if her worry was that Bernard knows or knew that wherever the hard drive ends up, take them all out because they might be watching the hard yeah, drive. That's a, that's, Whether a, it's that's a good point, too. She might have. So maybe the self-preservation. I wasn't thinking that, that she knew, hey, Bernard was just going to have them all executed. Um right. Because if the hard drive's plugged in, Bernard is assuming that it's being seen looked it. at or watched. Right. Yeah, and he and she can't know. No, I think that's that's fair too. But one way or but the other, but she's definitely hundred percent ambitious. hundred percent. You're yeah, totally one right way or there. the other. And he's got a kid that wants Jules. <laughs> that wants Jules dead. Yeah. I don't want to ever see her again. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> that's one part of the story. Something else that was interesting is. It's more of a quick thing, but Billings talks to his wife about how, look, he's had the syndrome his whole life. So that kind of gets around. You know, we were talking about, oh, maybe he's not drinking water and that's leading yeah. to it. But that can't be right. He's had it forever. So right. there's something else that's giving it to them. But it gets to this point where you get even more about his character motivation, like his whole life. He's been feeling like a second class citizen because he has the syndrome. But he mm -hmm. is very capable, and he's been going against that and defying the rules to, to go up the chain. So to what we said last week, I thought that he was maybe going to have to help Jules, but he was like, okay, I'm going to fucking find her, right? Yep, yep. And he uses his detective skills to get into Jules' apartment after the Raiders and find the book to Georgia. Were you surprised that he fucking torches it? I was shocked. Oh, by yeah, that. I was shocked. And I don't I mean, also, unless I miss something, he basically torches it and lets the alarm go off and just walks out the door. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just a weird thing to do because especially where he knows he's not supposed to be in there. Judicial has it blocked off. He's going to torch it and then let the smoke alarm go off and then roll out. I don't know. It kind of seemed like the book like broke his character. I mean, that's the point, man. I said it last episode. I wasn't expecting this character to be so fleshed out and us to like him. And everything that I've been seeing in the last couple episodes, I do really like him. I still think he's going to get back onto our good side and he's going to be on Jules' side somehow. But yeah, it's it's a guy that, like you said, Tyler, he's had the syndrome. The only thing that he's ever done in his life up until when he's been helping Jules a little bit here and there that went against the pact is not tell people he has the syndrome. Otherwise, he has taken the pact as law, as the Bible, and now he sees this magazine or book or whatever it is sees the pictures and says my life is shattered everything that i've always believed in i've been the one saying believe in the silo believe in the pact now what the hell do i believe and it's exactly what someone like bernard and sims do not want to happen across the board and especially with someone like paul billings because paul billings is similar to holston where holston was you know, a man of the silo, a man of the law, man of order. And yeah. he didn't. Yeah. Allison broke him. And Paul Billings got broke right here. And we're going to figure out what he does with it. I, I was so surprised that he torched it and he did keep a page. He yeah, goes into he, his office and he looks at it and he's sitting there. But and he pushes the uh, packed book. He pushes the Bible, essentially, the book of the pack yeah. into the drawer. And he's like, fuck this symbolism, so, baby. So. I definitely am with you that he's going to be a, a factor next episode in the finale to kind of trigger whatever we learn about the outside to help Jules or whether it's helping her directly or indirectly helping her by, you know, some of his actions. So that was right. interesting. And we've also got Bernard. So what do you think this 18 yeah, you know, man. ring pop keychain looking thing is that he's got going? Someone's on? trying to contact him and he's scared of this person, whoever it is. I feel like it's another silo, man. I feel like it's someone above him. If It yeah, seems so he, like so, a, a beacon, like a beeper saying, hit us up. We need to talk, bro. Yeah, so he... In the beginning of the episode, the 18, I'm just going to keep calling it like a, it looks like, you know, when you're at like an arcade and you don't get that many tickets and they're like, you can have a keychain. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you just get this fucking thing. It's like, what the hell am I going to do with this? That's what it looks like. It yeah. is lit up in the beginning saying 18. Yep. We know mm-hmm. 18 is important. It's on the hard drive, what have you. But in terms of his actions, it being lit and lit up and Jules being on the run, he is in a different element this episode, right? He is cruel and, you know, pretty, pretty fiery to someone like Lucas. Stressed. He is stressed. <laughs> he is running Sims and the rest of the team in the ground. He's taking control of some of the IT stuff. But I just want to, I'm just interested. Maybe it is like a beeper, but this episode gave two things it shows us the beeper type thing that it's not lit up later in the episode so right. that you know to me if it, if it was like a beeper that shit would be on forever like i don't understand mm-hmm. what like what has happened to make it go down um we could go back and forth on that but it also had the piece where he goes to take a drink in the beginning and then yeah. pours it back in so 
there is something with with what you drink in this fucking silo. Like there just has to be, right? Because now we've gotten the alcohol its role it's playing between Bernard and Judicial and the former and Mayor Johns in the past. And I just there's gotta be some reason that they are more they're drinking alcohol more often than the rest of the silo. It seems like, or maybe whether it's more often or not, they, the show is trying to really get us as the viewers to like zero in on it. Cause like, yeah, it's like, why the hell else would we care that he pours it back in? Is it supposed to signal that he's stressed? Alcohol has been a theme throughout for all these people. I mean, that's very true. You can see that. Like you said, you already went through it, that alcohol has been a key part when important things are happening. Now, it is funny how you can look at something with different lenses because since I assumed it was a beeper and I assumed somebody higher up was trying to talk to him and be like, yo, we need to talk. I took it like pours the alcohol because he's freaking out. He's stressed about the hard drive, but then he thinks he's going to have to make this call and he doesn't want to be buzzed for it or anything. And it's <laughs> good shit. So he puts it back because it's always about preservation in the silo because it's the good shit. It's the mm-hmm. pre times good shit, man. You don't want to. <laughs> that, that's you know, that good, good. That's that good, good. So then, but then he he seems like he's about to do something, and then somebody knocks on the door and comes in, and it changes what he's going to do. Different lenses. See, I don't know. I mean, I really like what you said, too. So are you thinking maybe, like, the light means there's something going on, like the quality of the water at a certain time? And, or... Yeah, that again, I think... I... I'm with you that I think it's more likely that somebody's trying to contact him. But as I've shown in past episodes with theories that are probably just not anywhere close to the mark, but I'm, I just, I I keep thinking of things that maybe aren't the, the obvious thing. And for me, it is interesting. Like one of the things when he's confronting Lucas, he says that she smashed and took an air quality filter out of the wall. So in one hand, like, that's just his smart, quick way of yep. explaining what it was to Lucas, right? But like, you don't like. There's something with the with the quality of the natural surroundings outside of the silo, whether it be the air, the water, you know, whatever. And that that just that just has to be what we're going towards. And yeah. Yeah, to that point, like maybe that was just like a sensor of the air quality or something like that. I don't Mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. if we're right. And outside is effed up. There is a great possibility that the silo isn't fully protecting them. And, you know, shit can leak in, whether it's contaminants, pollution, some something that's killing you, a virus, whatever. And the light could mean like, oh, shit's getting a little uh, sketchy here. You know, you got to take care of it and whatever they need to do to clean out the inside of the silo. And that's just another thing that he's like, Jesus Christ, this is going on right now when I also have to deal with this hard drive thing. Mm -hmm. Until we know the answer, it's obviously going to be up in the air. But I mean, I like that, too. If we're right, I can definitely see the outside affecting the inside at some point. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, Lucas and George, you yeah. know, tough day for the skeptics like myself. And I kind well, of, I mean, you're I not, kind of, you're not I fully could, wrong. Look, George I, was George. I knew George was up to something. You could yeah. tell kind of as they were going into the last episode that we were going to get to this. I think this was pretty cathartic and good for Joel's character to, mm-hmm. you know, now there's a bit more meaning in 
you know, what George found because he did love her. Um, mm-hmm. And that was, you know, that was that was nice. That was kind of that nice. Was nice. Right? <laughs> that was that was nice. And Lucas, I mean, goddamn, the guy, the guy thinks he's about to get some, goes to her place, and now he's going to clean. Like this is, you got to be. I mean, I'm feeling for Lucas, man. This guy. I got told you. Fucked. We he talked about it. Sandbag fucked. Central, man. He's like, it you was... led me into this show just to be looking at stars so that I can get fucked by Jules. Like, goddamn. We talked about it, and we thought somehow Lucas is going to be the one to break him into the hard drive, and instead, it turns into some sketch bag that we don't know who the hell he even is. And you know, it is what it is. We're we're past that, but. Now, I mean, like we said last episode, he he walks into a buzzsaw with Bernard. And it's a shame because we knew it. And Jules has to have known what she did to him. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I thought about was when he comes out, he says, hey, you know, put him in a cell. Right. Yeah. Well, cell number three, dude. Well, again, <laughs> may, maybe the cell number three, which would be fitting. But who is also going to be near the cells? Our boy Billings. Oh, Billings. Billings, yeah. Yeah. So maybe Billings and, and Lucas do a little tag team. They're like, I seen the stars. He's like, I seen the fucking stars in this book. And they're like, let's fuck shit up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Billings is in the sheriff's office, not knowing what's going on, man, contemplating his life. And if he sees someone come in being sent by judicial, because he's they interact with him. Jules, is what they would yep. tell him. Like he's he gonna might... want to talk. Yeah. And Lucas, you know, he's he's kind of just he just says what he's got to say, man. He doesn't hold anything back. He told on Jules. He said everything. So he'll tell Billings. And then once Billing hears it, he, his eyes are already open. And this could be a tag team that we weren't expecting to see for episode 10 and maybe beyond. But my question to you is, and we don't have to talk about this too long, but if Lucas does survive this season, is there a relationship on the table still or do you think the fact that we got the reveal that her and george were actually real and he loves her and she loves him back kind of takes it off because we were like oh you know what george screwed her over now she can go to the new love interest i mean well george is dead right jewel still has needs am i right yeah you know and yeah and, and also like we he, know he's a handsome man but if i was lucas i would be a little yeah, bit right. uh I don't think he's I would necessarily say, looking forward to that invitation to uh to Jules. Room I would anymore. say in the immediate scenario, Jules is oh, George just told me he loves me and it's real. I'm not gonna betray him. And Lucas is like, Jesus, I'm not dealing with this chick. Yeah, that might be like a love story throughout the show to give yeah, us. Yeah, it'll dissipate, and I do think long term they're gonna be end game. Well, just a couple more character pieces before we kind of get into just maybe a couple of predictions as to where we think this could be going in the finale. Um, mm-hmm. Dr. Pete Nichols, you know, gives us a scene Sims. It also, it also adds up now that we know Sims kind of motivations to be the next, you know, essentially lead dog in the silo because he does have like a mayoral type. Like he uses his relationships with these different people he knew Gloria. That's how he sweet talks her into figuring out about the hard drive. And he tries mm-hmm. to do the same with Dr. Nichols uh, and says, you know, hey, you know, you helped me with my kid. I'll never forget that. Blah, blah, blah. And Nichols is like, go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know yeah. everything about like what can happen with Raiders and how they can ruin my shit. Yeah. And so 
I thought that was a good scene to see that he is just firmly entrenched in Camp Jules now, and he's going to be, you know, we talked about it. We we thought that maybe he would be more of an, an advocate for her right now, but she's she's got friends and enemies, and she's, she's yeah. using those friends, which lastly gets us into Patrick Kennedy. So I, I don't want to destroy the inclusion of this guy, Danny, because look, on the same token, yeah. we knew that there was somebody hanging out there that we didn't know yet who traded with George's ex-girlfriend for to get the hard drive in the first place. So we knew somebody had it. And it does make sense that the person that had it is an IT relic trading collector person. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a small thing and it really doesn't matter, but it just would have been nice if like he was the person talking with Allison in the first episode in IT, like about George wanting, wanting her to come down or like, I just don't like in a show that they have taught us through nine episodes that every character means something. The two characters that I think you find me bitching the most about it are Lucas and now this guy, because they just kind of like appear. And it's like, I know that we have to introduce characters throughout the show, but it it just seems like kind of sloppy that it's just, this is a very important part to just introduce somebody. Somebody's got to crack. Somebody's got to crack open this this hard drive. Oh, well, it's somebody that we I know never a guy. Seen. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's somebody we've never seen before. They've they've done the work with Patrick Kennedy and with the hard drive in general and its history to make it very believable that this guy exists. But it does just kind of make it hard for me to believe that. He just walks in. is like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll help you crack this fucking thing. Oh, man, yeah. George, and you were fu-. like, you know, he. It was just kind of, it was just a little bit strange to me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I I agree. It's just, I would have liked to seen him somewhere at some time. I did like how, you know, it's a a double-edged sword here because it does throw him into the fire and in a very, very important time. And it's just like, Hey, I, I can help you out. And, but what I did like is that he, did say like, oh, oh man, okay, Allison, you know, he like he talked about how he knew people and is very like nonchalant. He exists. We know that he could exist. Yeah, it, it, it was, is what it is. It is what it is. It's just, you know, my belief is when you watch like a really well done mystery type of show, you do create a contract with the viewer that like we're going to give you a lot of things to theorize, but we're also going to you know, kind of put it out there for you so that you're not like, whoa, like this. And yeah, it's not like this guy does anything just to take away from what they've been building as a show. But as a viewer, it just makes me more skeptical that like at the last hour, they're going to add another person in that's going to unlock. Right. The, oh, we need to get the door down. Like, oh, we're going to find somebody. We got a locksmith, a special locksmith. Yeah, oh, there's a special call. locksmith that she knew all the time that was down on the on the mechanical floor. It's like, you know what? And I don't think that's going to happen, right? She's no, going to get no, down. If she gets on a mechanical to that door, she's going to be using walk and Shirley and, and God, I can't remember her, the person that she was shadowing in her shadow. I'd be really happy if that was kind of like the end result of like them helping her get through this door. And then she gets outside. I think that's where we're going, but I just hope they don't add another fucking person in 
And to, to Silo's credit, the actor, his name is Will Merrick, the actor who plays Danny. I've seen this guy before. Can't recall what he was in that I watched, but whenever I've looked at the Silo cast, he's always been on there, and I've been like, who is this guy? So when he showed oh, okay. up, I was like, okay, this guy's been listed on the cast for the whole show. But yeah, they kind of they throw him in. And if we're getting to the next episode, let me let me hit you with something. Now okay. we're getting into theorizing. In the, before theorizing, is there anything you wanted to go over with that interaction? or No, no. I, I think you nailed it. So we as viewers know that it takes a lot to get from one floor to another. Okay? We've seen it time and time again. We were talking about it earlier in this pod. And Jules now has to get down to the, to the bottom, to the 144th floor, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one. Two... They do a good job of giving us, if you're paying attention, they do give us floors here and there. I think Jules, like her apartment was on the 15th floor. You know, we know that Sims apartment was on the 17th floor. I don't know if they ever told us Patrick Kennedy's back when, you know, he got interrogated earlier in the season, but he's also around that like 15th to 17th floor. And the woman Ellis who is the woman that I believe is the former partner of Walker is mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. trash woman on floor 20. Okay. They make, they make it clear. I, maybe I have to go back and rewatch that because I can't remember if she was on 20 when she was a kid or if she's on like 15 or 20 though. Yeah. So whatever floor that woman's on, I still believe that that is the only way that we as as fans of the show know that it's possible to get from where they are down to 144. And that would be cool if she like literally puts herself in something and like just jams down the trash chute. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You texted me that about this episode. You thought it was going to happen this episode, but it definitely is an option for next episode. I already said it. I wasn't expecting what we got this episode. I wasn't expecting going into Sims's quarters. I wasn't expecting going to Patrick Kennedy's quarters. And I definitely wasn't expecting Danny. I thought we were going to go to mechanical mechanical was going to start the rebellion. And then she was just going to buy some time to be able to get into the hard drive, whether it's Lucas meeting up with her along the way or walk, or even like you said, she gets caught instead. And Bernard gives us the answers in some kind of speech that he gives to her. So, I wasn't expecting any of this. I thought she was going to already get down there. So when you texted me this week about that's how she's going to get down, I was in. I thought it was a great theory. So I still believe that for next episode. She has to get down there. That's going to be the point of all of this. She's going to get down to Mechanical. She's going to meet back up with Walker and her whole gang. Whether they're going to get her through the door or not, you know, we don't know what the door is, whether it's to another silo, whether it's another way outside. I mean, it's very far down, so I don't know if it's a, it could be a tunnel up. I don't know. But that's where we're going here. And the trash chute is cool. It's points for silo, the writers, the directors, everybody that they don't time hop. They don't let people go from 98 to 15 when they thought that happened. Bernard and then we're like, what the beep? Like, what, what are you talking about? How could she do that? She's teleporting. There was a lot of things, you know, Game of Thrones, for example, in the early Game of Thrones, when they're traveling, they're traveling in the show and you see them on their travels and it takes long. But <laughs> yeah, then that, once was, the that, sh- that, that was the 
the how it fell apart at the end, right? <laughs> yeah, at the end, all of a sudden they're jumping from one spot to the next to oh, we're at Dragonstone now, we're here, and blah, blah, blah. and they it was very unbelievable. Silo hasn't gone there at all yet, and I don't believe they will. So I think this theory really makes sense. The trash shoot is the only thing that we have that's close to an elevator or a slide, like when they give it to the kids during that mm-hmm. whatever day celebration. Well, maybe day she that they gets had. hooked up with. I mean, you would be just <laughs> she gets a slide and just starts going slide. down. Yeah, all. she'd be like literally <laughs> circle, 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 your brains out mid mid slide. <laughs> yeah. Really quick before we go off the Danny Patrick Kennedy stuff, what I wanted to ask you, and I don't know if it's something I missed or if it's just what I don't know. So when she goes into, you know, she's in Sims's quarters, she's going into the hard drive, then she goes down to Patrick Kennedy's or up to whatever it is. She goes Wherever, to Patrick yeah. Kennedy's. And Danny helps her get in. Then they start watching the video and then she's actually in and she gets to see the clip that we've seen a few times now. When Bernard is watching this and he's trying to figure out where everything is, the cameras keep going off. And I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, is this hard drive able to get into the entire silo and control certain things in the entire silo? And George is like helping her from the background, like screwing with the cameras and this and that so that they would be off the scent. Like, why were the cameras going crazy? Well, it, it does like show can... it shows them going off, but it does show one close up, and it so shows that it gets smashed. So someone's smashing cameras. While, I think and we don't I know. think what it's meant to show is that Jules now knows that the cameras are watching her, so she's smashing them as she runs. Okay, that was so the way I what, took it at least. Like she's like they're like, assuming... where the fuck is she going? Because she's not there, and then all of a sudden you see cameras getting smashed because. Any camera right. that she's near, she's just smashing it. That was okay. The way I took it. All right. All right. That's fine. That makes sense to me. And okay, I'm cool. glad you brought it up too, because the other thing, I'm actually not worried at all that like these birds and beef formation is not an image. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was them messing up because they made a point. So they showed us the Carmody cleaning in this episode, mm-hmm. but what mm-hmm. did they add to it that we didn't know about it from the first episode? They added the voice of the woman. And she says the same and thing. She says yes. the same fucking thing as what Holson. <laughs> she so, does, and I yep. think that was the purpose, right? We talked about the fact that the purpose of this is that they clean. That to me just kind of like sewed that one up because they wanted you to know that like anybody that's randomly going out and clean that they've shown this to, it has the same effect on them that they want to clean. Yep. Yep. Love so it. I agree. I definitely think I am going to be interested to see if you know we've talked about it. Do we kill Jules? I, Jules die? Like yeah, like this we, end we game talked for about Jules, it. Where I don't know it what is outside, but we can imagine that the path that she's going to go through at the bottom of the silo is different than the walk up that we saw. You know, Holson right. and Allison take, and if that was the case then it would check out that maybe Holson and Allison are dead because they were just in some room getting gas, right? Yeah. And meanwhile, Jules is actually going through the only way to get out of the silo. But then it's still still our theories. It's still shitty. Yeah, so I mean, look, does she get out there and die too? Like, I mean, that's, I mean, that's maybe something it doesn't that we... kill you, but that goes back to what we were saying before. Like, the silo is doing a very... You know, it's not like great out there. Like, what if the air right. sucks and the water's fucking brown and the silos are generating power? So it's not like it kills you, but it might as well because 
you can't exist. Okay, so you're saying it, it's not nice, but it won't kill you. It could just be shitty. Or they're just in space connecting a bunch of silos to each other, or they're in a simulation. Like, <laughs> Yeah, right, or anything. I think that we can be out on my theory from the last episode that will she build something to protect herself because nah, yeah, she's right now working. she's on the tunnel vision that it's going to be good out there, just like Holston was, yeah. just like Allison was. So why would she do that? Yep. So I don't see how that would be a thing at this point. Um, yeah, I'm just very interested to see where it goes for our girl, because if we're right and it's shitty out there and it doesn't necessarily kill you right away, just like Allison and Holston or any of the other cleaners, she could walk out there, see how shitty it is. Yeah, she doesn't die. That would be hard to explain to us, though, as viewers. You would have to be like, oh, my God, it is shitty, but somehow it doesn't kill you. I, you know, that's maybe a lot maybe of it's that just gonna... maybe that tunnel is just the connector to all the other silos. And you'll see she'll walk out and just see this inner working of like 17, 16, 15. Right. And then, like, you know, they're on another planet or something. Who fuck knows? I truly believe that we are on to some of the bigger themes, but I'm almost at the point where I think it's going to be something that. Once we know, it'll make other things make sense that we've talked about. But I just think we're throwing darts to know it right now. And that's by design, right? The show has more seasons, so it doesn't want this to be the mystery that ends the show. It just wants this mystery to end the season to change your perspective of where they go from here. Because right now, this is all this whole season is about learning what the silo is and people in it trying to figure out, you know, why they're there and what role it plays in the rest of the world and once we find that the work from there is going to be about you know there's going to be a lot of explaining and i think future seasons could probably tie into what we talked about with maybe rebellions and you know all that cool stuff and that's that's honestly going to pay off a little bit more because after our last pod, the more I talked about it, I was like, how fucking two like 45 minute episodes are they going to have like mechanical, like, like be- beating down the door? Like Jules doesn't even talk to them. They don't even know what it's yeah. down there. So yeah, um, that I did like about the flow of this, but man, they are really leaving us in a spot where it's like, let's just fucking go. Let's figure this shit yeah. out. Cause, and it's so hard for me to not read this fucking book that i've got sitting I know, here i know but he said one of us you can just not read it i'll just be the I'll yeah no the I'm, you could be the vet i've pretty much decided that i'm gonna go for the ride and not read unless i find out on reddit or our discord hit us up or anything that you know season someone one comes on our book. discord and just blows the end of the show yeah right us. yeah if i find out that generally like season one is book one then i may do it that way and just not continue. But I literally saw on Twitter today that someone was like tweeting at Hugh, like, there's no way that they can wrap up all of wool in another 45 minute episode. And he said, like, there is a season two coming. So, yeah, okay. You know, I, I don't think they're just trying to wrap up the whole book in this yeah. one. All right. Any lasting shots, Tyler? Any parting shots before we finish this episode and have one more? My shepherd, you got anything to say, bro? I'm excited to see it's going to be tough for me this week to wait, but I'm going to be excited, you know, Thursday night at nine o'clock. I think is when it comes out. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll jump on, watch it Thursday night. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that there's going to be a lot of interesting, you know, ties 
coming together and things that we've talked about. Yeah, I agree. I think it's very, very interesting that we've gone full circle with that clip. If we're correct, if we're correct, Tyler, I think that Silo wants us not to think we're correct, but we're sticking to our guns here. I don't, I don't know. I I, think they do. I don't, it's like, did, did your dad... Well, let's go. Uh, yes, this. that's that's why I was interrupting you. I need to let all the listeners know. My dad was like, "Oh, Bernard was totally bad." And yeah, like you said, like I said you that, thought I mean, it should I be. I don't know anybody that could have been watching the show for eight episodes and been like, "Whoa, Tim Robbins yeah. is bad." Like, and like you, Tyler, my dad's a Bernard Tim Robbins stan, so he's all about it. Yeah, I asked him. He said, "Oh gosh, yo, hell yeah, I knew." I was like, "All right, good for you." I mean, <laughs> what does he think about the outside? Did you ask him that? I did not ask him that because I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything for him. I want him to let it after well, the well, season ends. Jim's I'll ask dad him is a but... notorious like one texter, so you yeah. could probably text him right now and say, "What do you think out, is outside?" And he would just write back, so like, say "bad." Yeah, he'd good. say "bad." <laughs> <laughs> good. So that bad. I mean, birds. Yeah, I need to get my parents. My parents are behind, but they want to start watching it. So once once they get into it, I'll have them. They'll be good uh, good metrics as well to see where, where people are following the story. Yeah, but like I said, it is interesting if we're correct, the full circle going on here where we didn't learn too much more except for the fact that the door was found. The water should be able to be just walked through with no issues what it's there for again we have no idea on that either what the water is there for it might just be there from when you drill who knows i thought that we were going to get more answers from the hard drive but it may just seem like we're going to get them in a pov first person here from our girl jules as she finds things out uh, like she has this entire season next episode it seems like it's going to be a banger. Silo is number one for Apple TV. Number one. Whoa. It has surpassed Ted Lasso. I've said this a million times, this show. I literally just saw it on Twitter, and I was like, damn, we love book adaptations. I don't know anything about it. Sci-fi, let's just try it out. And it's been awesome. Yeah, it's been, no, it's, it's been... been a pleasure to do this with you, Tyler. Guys, it's been a ride. We're, coming in, we're coming in for a landing now, and I'm looking we're forward. We're coming in hot. And we and gotta get ready. we gotta get Hugh back on the horn. So I'm gonna yeah, need we'll, him. Yeah, to... we'll be hitting up Hugh see if he wants to come back on and let us know if we were totally right, had something right. If we're totally wrong, we'll be interested to hear all of that, guys. If you like what you heard, hit us up on BenchtownTV.com. Also, again, just like I said in the beginning of this episode, we are just creating this Discord. Be the first ones to jump on with us, start this community with us. We have some members now just from messing around, talking to some people. This is the first time we're introducing it to the public, so jump on. We'll put the link in the description. But if you're listening on the silo feed, hit that subscribe button. We're hoping you already subscribed since it's episode 9. But don't forget that we have a lot of other shows that we cover. BingetownTV.com, TV feed. It's all there. 350-plus episodes. We've covered so much stuff. We've been doing this for three years. We want you guys to join us for the ride. We're going to keep going. Tyler's going to be back for some Black Mirror. Luke and Paul and I believe Dave are going to be covering The Witcher. Me and Kathleen are doing Cruel Summer right now. We're busy. So hit us up. All right, guys. Once again, we are Benstown TV. And thank you so much for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.